Welcome to Rock Your Life. I'm Amy Edwards. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, getting better, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. Thank you so much for being here. I like to kick it off with some gratitude, and I'm super, super grateful to be here doing this and to connect with you and for you listening. Thank you. I am your host, like I said, Amy Edwards. I'm a musician, author, radio host, podcaster, DJ, mom, and a transformation and accountability coach. Um, super into rocking life, transforming life into whatever we want it to be. I took up rock and roll music and guitar and singing seven years ago around the age of 40 and have written, recorded, and released numerous albums and singles. And doing all that pushed me way out of my comfort zone into learning about vulnerability and failing and not caring so much about what other people think and setting goals and building habits and growing in whole new ways. And I walk the walk of what I talk in these shows and push outside my comfort zone, which gets easier the more we do it. I've worked to awaken in my own spiritual life and I can't and won't stop working on it. And I just feel called to share it with everyone. So if you're interested in stepping more into the spotlight in your own life and getting past obstacles and fear, that's what we're all about. We have practical advice for your daily life, for achieving goals, habit building and branding, and just for becoming better in every way possible because I want us to all get better together. The show's an hour long. It's divided into four segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is comfort zone. <laughs> First, we talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, I do an interview. And today we're talking to John Gorman. John Gorman is a writer, an essayist, speaker, and storyteller on life, liberty, and the battle for happiness. He's a top 100 medium writer. And we have an excellent discussion. I really, really loved our interview today. I know I always say that, but I really do. Our third segment is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with the founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner, and we choose one affirmation to work on every week. And fourth is our BYOB segment, Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Business with Bijou Finney. She's a certified brand consultant and co-owner of Velvet Cartel Content Creation. We discuss how the week's subject relates to our brain and to our brand, and we cover practical tips and strategies on building our business and taking charge of our habits to optimize ourselves. And remember, I always put this out there with a little bit of a warning. When you show up to do the work on whatever it is we talk about, life has a way of really showing it to us <laughs> and showing us what we need to learn and grow. And it's kind of painful sometimes. So just know that you're rocking life and you're going to come out better on the other side. This is all part of it. That's life, right? And especially if you're rocking it. All right, y'all, let's get to it today. Let's rock some comfort zone. zone. Oh, I don't know about you. I'm at home. I'm in a place that should be like my most comfortable, right? <laughs> but uh, are we comfortable? Or have we never been more uncomfortable? <laughs> so weird. Everything is just in flux and in question. Jobs and money. Love life. Yeah. Illnesses that we don't have a grip on the scope of or how long they're going to last. We have lack of human connection, lack of distraction. I mean, if you don't count Netflix or whatever. So it, we're forced to slow down. And often that is a very uncomfortable place to be. It feels constrictive and it feels uncomfortable. How do we relax into that and find the surrender, the surrender to the unknown and to ourselves? That is a very uncomfortable place. Now I've been in it for a while. I've been working on this surrender thing, this place of, you know, when you have I don't want this screaming inside or sometimes outside. And yet the resistance isn't working. The control that we try to make happen. That's us in a comfort zone. That's us knowing what to expect, right? 
But the ultimate surrender is giving into not knowing. It's that trust and that discomfort of, okay, you know, I'm going to be uncomfortable for a while in this situation and trusting that it'll get better and it will be okay and it will work out as it's supposed to. (laughs) Does that make you uncomfortable? It kind of does me. Yeah. It's just super ironic to be at home. Most people in our, you know, comfy space and yet so much unknown and life forcing us not to know. And that's, that's the reason I picked this topic for this week. It seemed really interesting to discuss at this particular spot in time. Right now, we're forced to go within and to be with ourselves quite a bit right now, probably in whole new ways. I was kind of this week too, like going through the things that are outside my comfort zone, which, you know, I've done a ton of them, gotten on stage and all that kind of stuff. I talk on the radio, that gets more comfortable, but I still get nervous and I do it anyway. I don't let that get the best of me. But I guess now I'm thinking about the ways that we go within and how we get uncomfortable there. Like the affirmations, for instance, are a really, really good example for me. Like allowing myself to think, no, allowing myself to believe that I am all these affirmations and these things I say, radiant, that I am wealth, I am joy, that I am awesome. Sometimes it's not just the things we do that push us out, you know, but rather those internal things, like allowing ourselves to believe. That's really uncomfortable for me. That is way outside my comfort zone. My comfort zone is the negative little replay of, you know the truth. (laughs) Come on, Amy, you know, awesome. Let's not be extreme. I've, I've been reading, you know, all sorts of things. There's been the protests going on about people needing their freedom to go and do. But when is all that enough? Really? When can we sit with ourselves and truly find peace and truly believe that we are inherently all these things? worth, worthy, valued, and just sit. And you know how many people I talk to too that would do all sorts of things but can't sit quiet with themselves for 20 minutes? Just sitting still, meditating, maybe the shame and the guilt comes up or or those things start replaying in our heads. Super uncomfortable. So how can we use this time? I think there's so much comfort zone work that we can do right now. And it's on this inner level looking into what's beneath the things that we do. And personally, I've been working on a bunch of stuff. Like my habits, I had a ton of them that were not serving me. And I had to look at them and see beneath that surface and the why. Like eating, eating is a big one for me. Drinking, substances, whatever it is, ingesting, you know, consuming, consumption. Uh, I took a month off to get below what I, I do, what I do. And I had to I had a couple of sips of alcohol for a segment on the radio that we do. But other than that, nothing. I, I mean, I've stopped eating basically everything. Just a very strict, simple vegan diet for this month just to, just to see what happens and to see what comes up and see what I get in touch with. And it was uncomfortable. I want the old stuff. I want to do what I want to do. I want to live in that comfy space when there's all this other unknown out there. Something to comfort me. And it's easy. And I knew what to expect, Right. But instead, I had to have my feelings. (laughs) What fun. Yeah, that sucks sometimes. Um, And I I have pangs of things that come up. But overall, it's getting better. I've been at it for the whole month. It's feeling different. Those beliefs that I mentioned, they're easier. I feel worth more. I feel stronger. I have thoughts I haven't had before. Good thoughts. I feel stronger in general, mentally. I feel able to handle more. I feel able to back out of the crazy unknown of the world and be more at peace, 
which feels really good. So what is the work? Well, it's like what I was talking about, but it's also all the self-care stuff that we always know we should be doing, sleeping, meditation, all that kind of stuff that I constantly talk about. It's making myself get the exercise that I need to get in some form. It's smiling at myself in the mirror. It's saying things out loud. It's taking deep breaths when I need them. And it's also allowing myself to grow in my work. Uh, This week I was approached by somebody from work about doing something totally new and I have no idea how it will be. And I'm nervous about it. He's pretty well known. And so he wants to collaborate on something and it's outside my comfort zone. And it could totally be a bust and suck. I don't know. But of course I said yes, because I don't know. (laughs) It may be really great. And I will definitely learn more about what I can do and learn in general. So that's always a win. And that's always what comes out of our comfort zone is growth and experience. So let's talk before we get into the show a little bit about practicality too. I talked about the sleeping, the eating, those kind of practical things that I do all the daily work, affirmations, meditate. But another thing I have started doing just this month, and I think it has a real effect on my comfort zone because it is way outside my comfort zone. So I've watched Wim Hof. He's been on my radar for a while. I've seen him with Aubrey Marcus. I've read articles about him. I saw him on the Goop Lab show and I ended up downloading his app. Bijou recommended that. I, and so there's like breathing exercises that you can do on there every day. But there's a 20-day cold shower challenge. And nothing in me wanted to take a cold shower. Nothing. All my life. I hate it. I hate it. I hate cold water. I hate being cold, period. One time I did that cryo thing where you get in that really cold thing where it's all like like super, super cold. I couldn't stay in the whole time. I was cussing. I was furious. I wanted out. So I decided that fine, because of the science behind the cold showers that he does, I would try it. He says that cold showers wake your body up, induce a higher state of alertness. And the cold, and I'm quoting this from, I think his... Yeah, it's from his website, WimHoffMethod.com. The cold also stimulates you to take deeper breaths, decreasing the level of carbon dioxide throughout your body, helping you concentrate, and thus keeping you ready and focused throughout the day and give you a more robust immune response. And that's the general reason. There's more to all the breathing and the cold, but, but that's the quick rundown. So I decided at the beginning of the month, I would do it. So you start with 15 seconds the first week and each week you work your way up with another 15 seconds. So this week I am up to a minute now. I super hated it at first. And now though, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but somehow I seem to like it. I don't mind. I turn my phone on to where I can see the timer. So I keep that right outside my shower. And now I'm doing it for a minute. And yesterday I went longer and I realized I didn't even care I was smiling. I was saying affirmations because they're posted like outside my shower on the mirror so I can see them and read them. And I was kind of enjoying it. I wasn't kind of enjoying it. I was. I enjoyed it. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. And now here I am recommending it. (laughs) I guess the point is who knows what we can prove to ourselves that we can do and make ourselves stronger. And it's probably having a mental effect on me that I don't even realize right now. And maybe even an immune system response too. Anyway. So let's get to today's episode. We are obviously talking about comfort zone. So I'm super excited to share all of it with you today. I feel like the conversations are so good. John Gorman is our interview today. As I said earlier, he's an essayist, a speaker, and a storyteller. He's a top 100 medium writer, and you can find him on Instagram at HeyGorman, or you can find him on Medium at ThisIsGorman. 
we talk about how he defines comfort zone and how we can push ourselves. And he talks about getting to the next level until it's your ground floor, which I love so much. And he has an interesting way of viewing this through the lens of depression and how that's something he's actively working on and how we can see this as a debit system when we build up the good and push outside our comfort zone to counter the negative and maximize our investment in ourselves. Getting out of our comfort zone is where the reward of this lies. So I am so excited to share this with you today and what John has to say. So remember, you can find him on Instagram at Hey Gorman or read all his great work on Medium. On Go After Yourself today, Jill and I get into action versus the comfort zone, and she questions, is it ever good to stay in your comfort zone? And she just addresses how we are in charge of our own comfort zone. She says, nobody else is in charge of getting us out of our comfort zone. It's nobody else's responsibility. And on the other side is where the growth is. Yeah, right on. And we talked about what the opposite of comfort zone is, and we decided it's being expansive. And our affirmation today is, I trust my expansiveness. I love that one. I have loved that one this week. All right, with Bijou on BYOB today, build your own brand, brain, and biz. She's experiencing a lot of upheaval in her own life, and we got into what that's bringing out personally for her and in her business. And what happens when your home is not necessarily the comfortable place you want it to be? How do we adapt when we've got this great unknown and we're forced to adapt? And she talks about some big things in her business and where she pushed herself outside of her comfort zone, namely when they made that documentary with Velvet Cartel called Gentleman Driver. And we also get into some practical exercises on what you can do to see how far you've come and give yourself some perspective about how you have pushed yourself and how you have grown and how maybe you can find someone in your life too to help you with that and you can help them. And remembering that the unknown outside our comfort zone, that is where we create that's where it happens. All right, so let's get to it. Here's the interview with John Gorman. All right, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we? Okay. Hi. Okay. Yeah. Well, John Gorman, hi. Thanks for uh, saying yes to this. Yeah, of course. This was you to say yes. It's not like I'm going anywhere. I know, but still, we don't have to go anywhere to get out of our comfort zone. Oh, wow. That is a segue. (laughs) I didn't even mean for it to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, we don't. That's like something that's been on my mind lately. I wasn't even planning on doing comfort zone. And then Uh it kind of came up last week. And I was like, I think we need to do this because so many of us are feeling uncomfortable, like even how we are right now. So first, let's cover you. So you are an essayist, a speaker, a storyteller. You're a top 100 medium writer. um, And people can find you on Instagram at Hey Gorman, or they can follow you at, I think it's This Is Gorman on Medium? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. All of those things you said are true. And that was a very kind intro. So I appreciate that. You're so welcome. Well, um, I'm really glad that we met. We met uh, through, I guess, the ketamine clinic. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we went. Illuma, shout out. Illuma, that's right. And I mentioned them. Frequently, I haven't gone, uh, I've only completed three, I guess. So, okay. um, but it's made a big difference in like my mental state. And then yeah. I, I read some of your work, a piece that went viral that was about your journey with ketamine. And so yeah, that's why it came up. I mean, even just doing ketamine therapy is so outside the comfort zone for so many people, just the thought of it. It's Correct. really, I mean, it's scary. Yeah. 
to what came up for you when we first when I first mentioned comfort zone? So for me, I, and I was I was doing some thinking about this. The comfort zone is really the ability to unleash the greatness within yourself. And I know that sounds really life coachy, so I'm going to try and. I'm like, not opposed to that. <laughs> I'm going to try and like make it a little more on brand for me here. Okay. Um, a comfort zone is, is somewhere where you find yourself repeating the same old things. And you do that generally out of, it's like a convenience path, right? You, you've ever walked like down a street and you see like that little like shortcut where it looks <laughs> yeah. like everybody's kind of walked through. They're like, this isn't the sidewalk, but it's faster. Okay. Right. And so those aren't always the best ways to go. They're just the ones that you keep repeating over and over again. And so part of breaking out of your comfort zone is being able to expand your, your experience, your mind, your uh, ability to um, reimagine radically what it is you think you're capable of. And what you do is by expanding yourself, like laterally, you're able to find new places to go uh, deeper. And when you find that you can go deeper in certain places, particularly ones you haven't really traveled before, that's where the magic really happens. Yes. Well, where have you seen that in your own life? So for me, like all of my skills and all of my, you know, things that I take pride in and things that I take part in are really all extensions of the same basic set of skills, right? I'm a storyteller. That's what I do. I tell stories. Mm -hmm. I take words or I, you know, take music or I take um, speeches and I just manage to translate it across whether it's branding or politics or music or journalism, or philosophy, and vehicle agnostic, um, person agnostic. I write as other people. I write as myself. I write as companies. I um, brand startups. I've branded corporations. And I do all of this through the... I've even hosted a podcast. All right. Uh, you know, <laughs> and um, I do this all through the art of just being like, okay, everybody speaks a language. Somewhere in there is a common language that everybody's going to get. And from there, you can use the vehicle that you find yourself in and the place that you find yourself in and your unique life differentiators to go forth and create something that's outside your comfort zone. And the more often you do it, the more that becomes your, um, your own sphere of influence. So I like to say this is a nice, tidy quote. I like that. that. You can sound bite. Um, you keep going next level until it's your ground floor. And for me, that's what all about breaking out of your comfort zone is. It's like, okay, I'm here. What's my next level? Okay, now that I've gotten used to that, how do I get to the next one now that I've gotten used to that? And you just keep going until you hit a ceiling. And then that's when you decide, maybe I don't want to be indoors anymore. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I mean... Even, even it's, it's funny, like you can have all these different ways that you're pushing out of your comfort zone, like right. within writing or within, you know, cause, uh, I think there's a common thing where you think it's like an action, you know, right. and it just doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Um, do you think that the times that you push to that next level and you get out of your comfort zone, do you, I know you've written a lot about depression. Do you think that affects you in a way that you feel empowered or do you think it can ever trigger a setback and mm -hmm. like kind of be like a two steps forward, one step back kind of a thing? 
Sure. So like what I always say is your life experience is your differentiator. And for me, depression. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, so what that means is, you know, say for depression, we'll take depression as an example. When I'm depressed, that is something that many people feel, but nobody feels it quite the same way that I do. And so everybody's unique life experience is a little different. Mm -hmm. And depression for me has yielded some of the most beautiful art of my career. Uh, It has also yielded some of my darkest coping mechanisms. And everything that you do and everything that you are manifests itself in positive ways, neutral ways, negative ways. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is taking what you have and being able to calibrate it in a way that best serves you and more importantly, best serves uh, the community around you so that they can move forward and be more empowered. 100%. Well, what does that mean for you, though? I'm asking you personally. Do you think you you consistently feel more empowered with it? Or, like, I guess I'm trying to get, like, down a little bit deeper as far as you. Right, 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 right. Don't Mm -hmm. give don't give me don't give me the jargon. Give me the give me the truth, right? Yes, exactly. So depression for me is something that is something I'm actively trying to work on. I look at depression, I look at it like for for me it's 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 a debit system, right? It's like I do all these other things to empower myself, to invest in myself so that in the event that I have a depression, kind of like a financial one, like we're doing right now. You're ready for um, it. I'm ready for it. It's like if you, if you, you know, if I take a hundred dollars out of a bank that I've put twelve thousand dollars into, no big deal. If I take a hundred dollars out of a bank that has forty-five dollars in it, right? All of a sudden, now we have a problem. So the key is to sort of, for me anyway, it's to maximize the amount that I'm investing in times where I'm not having to take things out of myself. Yeah. And um, you know, that's what going outside of your comfort zone does. That's where the rewards are. That's where you build your interest and you build your equity. Well, I mean, I guess the rewards are, like you said, just a, just a more full life. Like how have you, how have you seen your life change? So for me, it's all about, I've been assembling this elaborate Rube Goldberg machine. If you know what those are. I do. Yeah. You play the game mousetrap and (laughs) you know, all of a sudden you set it in motion, right? So I've been establishing this separate like group of parts. And so one day in particular, and this is, this is a fairly good story to see how all the pieces go together. Um, Last year there was a, um, there was a rally that was held at the Capitol uh, called Lights for Liberty. It was to protest uh, the, the migrant camps that are on the Texas-U.S. border and, uh, and elsewhere. And so we held one at the Capitol. And by we, I mean other people did. But I was like, you know, I suppose I could help, right? Maybe they need some <laughs> words. You know, I don't know what they need. So I, I, I sent an email and they were like, well, we could use help organizing the one in Austin. And I was like, great, what do you need? They were like, well, we need some speakers, preferably some politicians, we need some musicians because it's Austin, music capital, right? We need the press. We need some photographers. And I was like, that's 17 phone calls. And without, <laughs> my, without my life experience up until that point, I wouldn't have been able to assemble the Avengers, so to speak. So I did that, right? And then, of course, they're like, well, who are we going to get to host the thing? And I was like, I'm a storyteller. I know all the people I'm going to be <laughs> I'll just do it. I'll be the public face. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, is it really, you know, is it really good for a white guy to be the public face of this damn thing? But I was like, you know what? I have this, like, this is a uniquely suited skill set for me. And so I did. And so I went up there and I gave a seven or eight minute speech and then I just kicked it off and 
introduced everybody and I'd never done anything like that before. And there were like a thousand people there. And, and, and I just thought, you know, that was outside my comfort zone. But see, whenever you go on your outs, whenever you go outside your comfort zone, you do it on the shoulders of the comfort zone you've already built. That's just what I talk about with level. the next level yeah. ground floor thing, right? So it's mm -hmm. like, these are all people I already knew. I've been a musician. I've been involved in politics. I've organized things before. I've given speeches. I've hosted things before. But I've never put all that together and assembled the social circle and you know, done things like that on such a scale where then I was able to pitch in and do something really meaningful. And so when people say things like, we've been training our entire life for this, like literally for me, that was, I've been training all my life for this. And then I've used that to move forward in other ways, um, you know, many different ways that are now very much outside my comfort zone. And I'm just feeling around those rooms in the dark, trying to figure out where the walls are. Yeah. What do you do in the times when you feel stuck? How do you unstick yourself and push yourself to go to the next level? So for me, it's always like, if you can't move up, you got to move over. Okay. And you know, there's, I get down, sometimes I get down for days. Sometimes I get down for hours. Sometimes I get down for weeks. Um, but whenever I find myself not being able to push myself forward or up, I think, well, if I move aside, maybe there's a clearing. Right. If one door yeah. doesn't open, try another door. And so I just keep looking for new doors and lateral movements are okay. Uh, steps back are okay. Um, <laughs> just don't be stuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, cause it, obviously you got into something, you can't get stuck somewhere where you've already walked in. You can always walk back out the same way. And if not, there's always a way out. There's, you can't stay anywhere forever. It's impossible. It is so hard to stay stuck unless you really decide, well, that's it. I'm not going to move anymore. No, well, I think sometimes something just comes along and pushes you anyway. Yeah, the, also that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of a good kick in the ass, you know? <laughs> and uh, I do that sometimes. Like one of, one of the things that I do is if I look and I, I look around, and not today because my housekeeper came, but if I look around and I see my place is like real messy, I'll call someone on the phone and I'll just instinctively start cleaning. Not because they're there, but because like now my mind's diverted and now I'm not thinking about the unpleasant task that I have to do. And so before you know it, I've had a really good conversation with somebody and my kitchen is spotless. I have no idea how that happened, but it happened both at the same time. So for me, so it's, it's like, like just those little things that can trigger you into yeah. you in a good way. You've really got to look for catalysts, you know, you've got to look for catalysts everywhere in your life, whether that's other people, whether that's certain types of music, whether that's new places, whatever it is, you use, uh, to quote the Apollo 13 line, you use the momentum of the moon to slingshot you back to earth. Yeah. Right? You take whatever center of gravity you find elsewhere, and then you use that momentum to take you in a different direction and hopefully get you there quickly. I think that's a really, really great takeaway right now because I've lost some of my catalysts because I think music is one, but I listen in my car or, right. you know, I think I have some in my regular life that have had to change and, and I've had to find ways of looking for, okay, what gets me a little, like gets me motivated instead of just like 
I'm overwhelmed and I can't tackle my right. to-do list, you know, or I can't even make a video and push myself out of my comfort zone, whatever it is. Um, mm. So I think that, I think that's beautiful. Um, we are getting close to time. I know mm. that you're really fast, but is there anything else that you want to share before we go? Sure. I'll, I'll share the immortal words of uh, legendary cowboy safety, Deion Sanders, who says, <laughs> the play don't care who makes it. It might as well be you. And what I mean by that is, you know, something's, something's going to happen, right? Whether by hook or by crook, something's going to happen to you or something's going to happen to the world. You might as well be the reason the good thing happens and you might as well be the reason that the bad thing doesn't. But whatever the case may be, you know, if you just wait around waiting for stuff to happen, you're going to find that your entire life is just stuff that happens to you. But if you keep making things happen and keep making bigger decisions, then ultimately life is going to be mostly what you happen to and not what happens to you instead. That's right. Totally. Go. I couldn't agree more. Even when it's scary, you might as well mm -hmm. just make it happen. Everybody else is scared too. So who cares? Exactly. We're all afraid in our own little way. It's just and nobody's paying that much attention. To, that know? is true. If you, ever th <laughs> if you ever think, God, everybody's going to hate me, just remember, 99.99999% of people on earth have no idea who you are. <laughs> exactly. Well, I am so glad that everybody gets to hear from you today and know who you are if they didn't already. Thank you so much, John. I'll provide links and everything too. And I just really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and talk about this today. It was a blast, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. with Jill Faulkner of stickwithit.co. Um, you've had some thoughts about your comfort zone. Do you want me to ask you what I want to ask you or you want to tell me your thoughts first? So I had some thoughts earlier and I do have an affirmation in mind um, as well. Oh my but, gosh, I do too. How ooh, weird is that? Oh my God, fun. Yeah, what sometimes we're just like, name? <laughs> that would be amazing. I know sometimes we're like, I don't know, let's think of it. And then- I know. Um, then we both have one. So I thought about uh, comfort zone around conversation, which sometimes I think when we think about comfort zone, it's like getting out of the comfort zone is always the thing that we say. Yeah. And for me, I feel like it usually centers around like skydiving or something um, that seems to be like an extreme of totally. whatever it like is that extreme, you're dealing with. Extreme action, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, out of the comfort zone. And why do we have to get out of the comfort zone? So this is, I'm interested to see what your questions are and also what your take is, because I think comfort zones are around conversations, interactions, eating, sleeping, uh, exercising, whatever it is. I think there's all these kind of pockets of, of comfort zones. And do we, do, should we push ourselves out of the zone? Should we stay in the zone and is that what we need and is that better for for our growth to stay in the comfort zone sometimes that's a good question i i don't know is it ever good to stay in your comfort zone i don't know I that's mean, and that's where knowing ourselves well enough to know that is helpful yeah um but yeah, I, I don't have I, I don't have an example or an answer, but I think it's something that I'm kind of working through. I think we all probably in some way are working through um, yeah. the concept of the comfort zone. I, I guess it's, it's okay to stay there if there's nothing else that's like 
inner going on. I mean, if you're really in a space where you're comfortable, then I think that that's probably a really good thing and you're comfortable with everything. But if it's when there's those little things that you know are, are nagging at you, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe it's good for a while and then it just is called a rut after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's like observing how we are in the comfort zone and experiences where we kind of go out of the comfort zone. Um, what happens after that? And is that more fulfilling and growth related than staying in the comfort zone? Yeah. But I think we, we stay in the comfort zone because we know the outcome. Yes, so I, I know what it's going to like, be like. I'm thinking of like all the movies that I've seen, you know, where someone is always like living their day-to-day life, like, I don't know, and like 40-year-old virgin or whatever it is, and something happens and mm-hmm. then they're out of their comfort zone. You know, that's like a total movie cliche. And then of course they grow and learn and all those things. So um, yeah, so, but I can't really think of a time where it's like a good thing, really. Yeah. Well, because then it, you just become um, stagnant. And and if that's what you want, I mean, people are afraid of the unknown. Right. So well, we're, that's why we stay in comfort. That's comfort foods, like comfort, all the things we know the outcome. Yep, we do. Comfy so, clothes. <laughs> which I'm wearing all the time. Yeah, I know. Um, but I push myself on clothes. That is for sure. But now yeah. I like to be comfortable. I, I'm not going to lie. The older I get, the more I'm like... I'm not wearing those heels that are going to absolutely kill me. So Yeah. I started the last two days in jeans, uh, which I was really proud of. But by about noon, it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm done now in the jeans. But <laughs> they still fit, which I'm happy about. Seriously. Congratulations. Yeah. That's, I think that's a real, like, a real plus. I'm, I'm impressed. Because um, I know that, like, you know, it's hard not to just eat in quarantine. Yes. And eat your comfort food, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to ask you personally, what pushes you out of your comfort zone? Like, mm. and do you feel outside it now at all? So I feel outside my comfort zone in regards to the work that I'm doing, um, because I'm, I'm used to being in a position of being told what to do. And now I'm leading the charge on some things and they're longer term projects. And I'm also my comfort zone was being reactionary and, and now I'm out of that. And that until right now, I didn't have the realization that this is very outside of my comfort zone and it's very challenging. Is that good? How do you feel about that? Um, nervous. Yes. Like I don't, I don't love it because I have to figure out what to do. And you know what I mean? Like I am the determiner of the next steps. I am leading the way and I'm much rather have somebody tell me what to do because I can execute on it. Like nobody's business. The same thing with the business. Like that was out of comfort zone because I had to determine what to do. And though I figured it out, there was a lot of components where it's like, I didn't ever figure out the marketing piece because it was just like, I'm not a marketer. Like this is not that I'm not or couldn't figure it out, but it's like, that was very outside the comfort zone in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's part of the entrepreneur life is that you push yourself out of all these things and you have to do these roles that you don't even want to do. And they're outside your scope of training or (laughs) <laughs> for me, you know, understanding like, yeah. Cause when I had my clothing store way back when I get what you're saying, like I had a girl that did all the buying with me 
and I might have told you this before. And mm -hmm. she, um, yeah, have I? I don't know. I know about the clothing store, but I don't yeah. know about this particular. Oh, well, she left. She was there when I started it and then for a few years. And then she ended up leaving. And I had to do all the buying by myself. And I, like, lost my confidence. Like, I was, like, scared to do it by myself. And mm -hmm. totally just in a business sense, I, there's a lot of little things that come up even that, that you're talking about that are these pockets where we get outside our comfort zone. Yeah. But as far as like the pandemic that, I mean, I'm, I like to be home so I don't feel out of, outside of my comfort zone in that way. Um, I did go to the grocery store the other day and followed all the protocols and, you know, waited a bit, which that's always a little bit, it's just a new way of living, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think it's forever as far as like the grocery store, you know, can't go in without a mask and you got to wait outside the store and like all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's forever, but it's definitely, um, a test of people's patience. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, you just, I've noticed people like in the grocery store too, that kind of like, like, seem like they're in a hurry. I'm like, what are you possibly in a hurry for? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you feeling outside the comfort zone during this time? Um, yeah. And that's what I'm going to talk about in my intro too. Just the like irony of, of this is like my comfortable space. But like, I think a lot of us feel this sort of uh, forced to be here and mm -hmm. be with ourselves. And that forces you outside of your comfort zone. And you know, that's, I liked when you were mentioning skydiving and all that kind of stuff. And even the business stuff, it's a lot of things that are tangible, but when we, I've been listening to some Brene Brown. I've started listening to Daring Greatly, which I've never listened to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she's just talking about vulnerability and how many people are so uncomfortable with that. And most people and um, in many ways. And so I was thinking like, it's these, it's these things, these non-tangibles that are really outside of our comfort zone. Yes. And that we're faced to see right now, probably. I mean, if we're allowing ourselves to do the work. Absolutely. Um, that's a great point. There's so much internal that people like, um, sometimes people don't even want to look at themselves in the mirror. Right. That's, you know, that's outside of the comfort zone. Um, I've gone through that phase. What's that? I, I've been through that where I don't want to look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, things we just don't want to look at about ourselves, about other people, about relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, parental relationships, whatever it is. We just want to keep kind of the status quo going because we, we know and have settled into some sort of comfort there. Even if it's, even if the comfort is really uncomfortable, yeah. even if the comfort makes us feel <laughs> bad, even if the comfort, like, challenges us it's there's still some comfort i think sometimes found in that because you the outcome um the, the expectation is met yeah I'm, i i love the even when the comfort is uncomfortable <laughs> that's a great <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah. uh yeah it's it's interesting so i'm sure a lot of people are going through that relationship wise right now too no right yeah oh, lord i can imagine um, so what do you think, like in the, if we're talking about comfort zone this way, what do you think the opposite is? Is it like mm. vulnerability? Is it expansiveness? Cause that's kind of what I was thinking of for my, uh, idea to bring to the affirmation today was, 
uh, something about like, I am expansive, but I've been kind of obsessed with expansiveness lately. Mm. The, the word acceptance comes to mind for me. Cool. Uh, because I think we fight comfort zone. We're getting out of the comfort zone. We fight it a lot. Fight getting out of it? Uh, no, we fight getting out of it because of the discomfort that comes along with yeah, it. Yeah, we resist, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so is there an acceptance that needs to happen in order for us to get outside the comfort zone? Yeah, that's kind of like Michael Singer, surrender. You know, it's like... Surrender and acceptance are pretty closely related, at least the mm-hmm. way he talks about it. Yeah. So I think there is some of that. You have to like accept that this is going to be uncomfortable. So, okay, fine. Yeah. I'm going to survive, most likely. Y- <laughs> yes. Right. Well, depending on the right. skydiving. But like, like the example that I would have is during this, uh, a reaction I had to seeing friends together on a... Um, uh, like through an app, like the house party app where anybody can kind of come into your house party or whatever and uh-huh. talking with a friend across the country and then the other two friends and they were together and my reaction was uh, just judgment, shock, disappointment, whatever it was. And that I had to have a difficult, I I wanted to have the difficult conversation on the phone, but that didn't happen. So there was difficult texts exchanged out of my comfort zone of confronting this situation. And now I no longer have a friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know what? Confrontation is a a big one. Mm -hmm. Even if someone perceives it as confrontation, even if it's not necessarily confrontation. Wow. Yeah. Well, so what's, what else is coming up for you then around this, as far as your ideas for an affirmation? I think, well, I'm really curious to explore the internal component um, and get deeper into that. Like, where am I? And so around the affirmation I had thought about around this was um, getting out of our own way. Mm. Um, Well, we we released our blocks last week. Yeah. Yes. And so this does kind of follow that, you know? Yeah. You have a block and then you can be the block. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. But like you were saying, like, um, I, I don't know if resistance was the word you used, but um, we have this resistance to moving outside of the comfort zone. And that's, that's on us. Yeah. That we're is in the, our that own way I, about that. Yeah. The yeah. Book that, that book Turning Pro that I've been reading by Stephen Pressfield, I just finished it for like the third time, but he, that's what he talks about resistance. Mm. So you're thinking of some about that? Yeah, because I mean, we're, we're the ones, nobody else is in charge of getting us out of our comfort zone. Nobody else is tasked with that. Nobody else, it's nobody else's responsibility. Mm -hmm. And the getting out of the comfort zone, I think there is just growth on the other side. For sure. So it sounds like this kind of forcing a little bit to get outside your comfort zone, because once you do that, you go into the unknown and that's where the learning happens. That's where the excitement can be. That's where the new life could exist. Yeah. But we're in our own way about that. It's like always okay, even if it's a little. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's something about that. (laughs) But tell, like, talk to me more about the expansiveness. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I think that we have ways that we limit ourselves and I know I do. Mm. And, um, 
I just have had some things come up internally during the ketamine too, mm-hmm. where, um, those treatments. And I just saw an expansiveness of like all of our souls and us in a connected way. And that we all sell ourselves short basically on mm. how expansive we can be. And, um, so I was just trying to vow not to do that, but it's hard to remember and it's hard to, uh, which it doesn't seem like it should be, but it is. I think we're just so conditioned to living the way we're living and keep playing smaller, you know? Yeah. And so it's just about letting all that go and, and trusting and, and just expanding in whatever direction out of the zone you go, which is probably every direction. Or through every pocket or whatever it is. Yeah. I like, I really like that um, because I think we do really play small and somebody, it might be Brene, um, but somebody talks about that or there's plenty of quotes around playing small. It's like, what are we so afraid of Mm -hmm. to to let our light shine? Mm -hmm. You know, that's outside of the comfort zone is really being who we are in a lot of ways. I think people stay in the comfort zone of who they've been conditioned to be, who they think they're supposed to be, what they have been told to pursue in their life from a parent or society or whatever. That's, there's, there's no life in that. No, there's not. I mean, if you like it, I guess it's fine. No, they don't generally, really, they don't really, you know, deep down there's something going on. Cause that's what we are as humans. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So how are we apping this? So I like, I like the expansiveness because it, for me, it just triggers like, um, it could go any direction. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like, I do think of the zone, like the comfort zone as a box. That's how I envision it. But really? I always think of a circle like a sphere. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so interesting. Yeah, you're thinking out of the box. That makes total sense. I guess, yeah. But the comfort zone, I guess I think out, you know, that way. But when I when I think of the expansiveness, it's like it can go any direction, which I really like mm-hmm. is because we just have to also let that happen. So it's the trusting. So I don't know, maybe it's like I trust my expansive journey or there's something about trusting an expansion. Trusting an expansion. I like that. Uh, That speaks to me big time right now. Yeah. So, um, and you know, it's just, it's a funny thing to consider as you are feel as we feel confined right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, um, how do we like, expand when we feel confined. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So I trust I, the expansion or tr- I, I trust my expansion. I trust my expansion or expansiveness. Which one do you like? Expansiveness. I do too. Okay. I yeah. Tr- I trust my expansiveness. Expansiveness. All right. Great. Yeah. I'm, there's so I'm much. Yeah. Underlying about potential, right? Like there's so much in expansiveness and it can, it it really encapsulates a lot of elements. Yeah. Oh, good. Yay. I like it. Well, um, thank you so much. We're about out of time. Yeah. And I trust my expansiveness. Mm. This is a good one. Thank you, Jill. Thank Thank you so much. We are recording. All right, let's build our own 
Brains and Brandon Fizz with Bijou Finney. Hello, <laughs> are you ready to rock your comfort zone? I think yours already has been rocked. Oh, uh, any bit of comfort that I have is gone and dead. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. So, um, you know what's weird is like we always think of things like it's so dangerous and wild that are outside of our comfort zone, but now staying home is outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. I never really thought about it like that. I mean, I knew I wasn't comfortable, but um, you're right. Comfort is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. It's like, yeah, it's whatever you find comforting at that moment. It is because home is comforting. Yes. Always. You want to go home until you're here and you can't go out. And then you're like, I'm restless. I'm going crazy. Like, ah, so you, let's talk about your comfort zone. Let's talk about it right now. So you have a lot going on and a lot of transition and upheaval and how, uh, and you should tell people what that is and how you're going to approach it. Yeah. So, um, I have been in Austin for 15 years and or in this area and uh, I've developed fantastic strong friendship bonds clients uh, I know my routine here I know the places I like to go I know the places I like to eat um, I know where the best places in Austin are for Bijoufini and um, I have known that for a while and I never considered even moving from here. I always thought I would be here, but um, in the last year or two, I've been starting to feel a little bit restless, kind of like obsessed with my story and what my story would be when I was older. And I kind of, um, I want there to be a little bit more variety. I want to try something that's scary and that is different than what I'm used to. So um, Drew is an adventurer as well. I think that's why I go well together. He, um, I guess, feels the same way and wants to try something a little bit new. We've both been city dwellers. He went from San Fran to... LA to Austin and I think uh we kind of just want to go out in the middle of nowhere for a little while and see if we can hack it and yeah. it's scary uh, because it would be completely and utterly outside out of my comfort zone yeah I'd have to start from scratch I wouldn't have anything that I typically lean on and um there's a huge possibility that I will not be happy doing it <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, um, but you're in your comfort zone here in Austin. So, I mean, that is definitely rocking your comfort zone. You're going to oh, yeah. push yourself and, you know, you, you know, it's just funny how life will present you with these things when you least expect it. Like, you know, you didn't know there was going to be a pandemic and then suddenly all this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, we always had this plan, but, um, the pandemic kind of, uh, pushed it along quicker than we anticipated. And, um, I think that you, like you said, you get these opportunities about what the red or the blue pill. And, uh, I think that 
the times that I was in the hardest moments of my life, I learned the most about myself and I developed my personality uh, way more in those moments than I did whenever everything was peachy. So that's the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. And that's like what we have to do right now. And that's the thing about getting outside of your comfort zone is you have to adapt to that. And I just feel like that's the big word right now. Like every single business and person is just being forced to adapt and think of new ways because we don't know the end result. We don't know if things are going to open in the same way. We don't know what our businesses are going to look like. And so you, when that, I guess that's what comfort zone is. It's, it's outside of the known and you're in this unknown and you have to, you have to find ways to adapt and figure, figure it out. That is when we learn the most about not only ourselves, but about what we're capable of. Yeah. And I think that it's uh, things that are outside of our control or outside of our comfort zone, because that's typically what people are comfortable with being in control of things um, is, is really going to, Oh yeah. People are going to get rocked for a while. I think not just me. I mean, I'm shoving myself into this crazy oblivion, but everybody is about to go into a place where they're not comfortable. I mean, I think in order for everyone to change in the ways that need to be done, like whether it be environmentally or whether it be how we take care of our, each other, I think that huge changes are going to have to be made, that we're not as in control as we think we are, that nature can come and just spank us with something that's like, no, you stay home and stop driving as much. Oh, and it's possible to work from home. Maybe just chill a little bit more with your kids. I don't know. It's, it's super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It is. Thank God nature didn't take away the internet. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> careful what you say out loud, Amy. You are very powerful with your words. And that is not a guarantee. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> So yeah, uh, what what are you? What do you think of the other times? What do you think your biggest times in business have been that you've like got outside your comfort zone and and, and been forced outside of it? Oh, whenever um, I tried to convince Tony to do the documentary. I mean, we had never Ooh, done a documentary one. before, and uh, I don't know if it was just like ego or just complete. Of being completely naive, but I was like, yeah, we can totally do it. Not understanding what it truly means, but I'm so glad that I uh, jumped into that pool and swam around in it because I learned a lot and I know that I could do it again. Um, that's another reason why I, I really want to try these new things just to prove to myself that I can do it and see what kind of experiences I get out of it. But honestly, um, I think this whole remote work thing is um, like you were telling me yesterday, which if people don't have a, a friend that they talk to about life and business, they really need to like pick someone and then just have a frank conversation with them and be like, we need to be each other's people. Because when you told me yesterday that I've developed in like a, a much different ways over the last two years, I think it was a reminder that I needed because I was so worried about how I was going to be able to have a creative outlet 
do work, uh, get paid for whenever this whole video production world is kind of at a standstill without being able to go somewhere and shoot people. Um, but I think that you just reminding me that when I felt the most insecure about it really helped me re-envision things like, oh yeah, I have been doing a lot of work. I could really help people with consulting virtually. I could help with this whole rebrand of that most people are going to have to go through because their business models are going to change. And it kind of just like opened up my mind to a bigger possibility that kind of just made me excited again and felt happy again when before it felt so small and scared. And I think there's when you're living life and doing stuff, it's easy to not be cognizant of the growth that you've already had. And so, you know, maybe, maybe that's a good component of getting outside of your comfort zone because when you're involved and have your head down and you're working, you can't really see that you've actually grown outside of what you thought was your comfort zone. And so if you're actually doing the work and putting in the time, you may still feel like you're here, but you're, you know, smaller, but actually your comfort zone, you could stretch way out and you wouldn't even hit the limit of it. And then, um, and then maybe it just takes either someone else reminding you, or there's probably a lot of good practices around that where people could write things down and, you know, really do an exercise to figure out how far they have come. Like, like you said, with the documentary, like there's probably people in the, in their own businesses that have pushed themselves like me with this podcast or me with, you know, different things that I've done in the radio station and, um, where I don't feel like I've made a lot of progress. And then suddenly you're like, Oh, you know what? I didn't realize I could do that. And now I'm comfortable with it. Oh, I think you're completely right. I think that it takes forever for people to re-envision themselves and how they truly are, even like your loved ones. I know that there's been times where I've surprised people close to me where all of a sudden I'm very much different than I was just months ago in either like my ideologies or how I uh, feel about certain things and how I act. And it's kind of like have to be on my ground and go, this is okay. I need to be able to stand my ground and say, no, it's okay that I change. It's okay that I re-envision myself. Yeah. And, and I, I think that um, I know you got comfortable or you or you or you got comfortable with who you thought I was and I got comfortable with who I thought I was, but no, those chains are broken now. Like it's, I grew outside of that. And then I think you're right. Just looking back at yourself monthly and going, Hey, over the last four months, I've really just like been diving into this or that. And it just like sparks this thing in me. Like maybe that's, that's more me now, or maybe it's something that I need to look into, or maybe it's a gift that I've been developing without even noticing it that I should start trying to share with the world. Yeah, it's hard so it's when all you really feel like you've, you've presented this to the world and, and then everyone's comfortable with it. And you're like, oh, wait, no, uh, you know what? <laughs> I've actually grown past that now or whatever it is. Yeah. So, I know it's, uh, it's so it's, it's a weird thing, but it's really, it's good. It's good. We just, I, it's like you said last week about giving ourselves permission that everything's okay. You know, it's important to give yourself permission that that's okay. My daughter, her favorite color is orange and she really felt like that was part of her identity. And then she decided that she didn't know if she liked orange anymore. And she was like, 
are people going to accept me with that? You know, like she was like, I was like, honey, your favorite color could be whatever you want it to be, you know, but it was just like, we, we put ourselves in these little boxes sometimes and then get scared. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. Well, we're, we're getting close on time. Any other thoughts that you had about your comfort zone as you're, as you're really in the throes of it? We all are, but when you're, when you're moving, you like to a brand new place. I'd say that is a biggie. Right now, I just had a vision of me driving away from the city and how I would feel in that moment. And uh, I don't know how I'll feel. I actually want to like come back to this point and talk to you about it on another week because I honestly don't know how it's going to feel. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. And those are the things that are the scariest because typically when I can envision what something's going to look like and I can get excited about it, I can typically go into it full bore. But right now I don't know what's going to happen. And that unknown is really scary to me. So, well, Joe um, Dispenza that's, says that's where we really create when we have that unknown. So uh, I think it's a good thing. You know, it could be anything. So you might as well envision it really great. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I'll keep you updated. I'll keep everybody updated on this crazy random move. Oh, and just so people understand, this is big because I am big city or whatever size city this is. I'm a city girl. I like dressing up. I like going to dinner. I like being around my friends. I am a social butterfly. I like doing business deals. I love producing videos. I love the life that I've had. And uh, it's not that I was unhappy doing it. I just felt this itch to grow. And I can't really do anything about that itch other than to like move on it. And so like I'm going into the complete opposite end of the spectrum and I'm going to be like on a farm with a cow gardening in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) You're going to have a cow? (laughs) I'm going to have a cow. Holy crap. Oh my God. (laughs) I have to send you a picture of it. It's a Highland cow and it's going to be fuzzy. And anyway, maybe I can name it (laughs) B-Y-O-B. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. That is exciting. Oh, well, you'll still be on this podcast. So, you know, we're going to be checking in. So um, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Bijou. Everybody can find her at Story by Style, Story X Style on Instagram. Thank you. Thanks. All right, all right. There's a resource roundup of what we covered today on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. Go there for links to everything we mentioned in the episode. And there's also a link to that post in the description wherever you're listening. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Thank you to our guest, John Gorman. Remember, you can find him at Hey Gorman on Instagram or go on Medium, find him G-O-R-M-A-N, just like it sounds. And you can find all his great work there on Medium. Thank you also, of course, to our regular Rock Your Life contributors, Jill Faulkner with stickwithit.co. You can find her at stickwithit.co online or on Instagram. And Bijou Finney with BYOB. You can find Bijou at Story by Style on Instagram, Story X Style, or at velvetcartel.com and velvetcartel on Instagram. And remember what John said, keep pushing, keep going to that next level until it becomes your ground floor. That's how we get more comfortable. And he said, something is going to happen. So you might as well be the reason that the good thing happens and you might as well keep making bigger decisions. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. 
If you'd like to share your thoughts with me, you know I want to hear from you. So write to me, amy at amyedwards.com or find me on Instagram. Hit me up there at real Amy Edwards or go to amyedwards.com. Sign up for the newsletter that is coming. (laughs) I swear it is. (laughs) If you've heard the newsletter saga, it is coming. Please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe and share. Share with a friend, please. It matters. I am so, so grateful when you do. So thank you so much. And hey, here's to pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. No matter where we are, you can do it right now, right here. What's making you uncomfortable? Look into that. Get uncomfortable. Get uncomfortable. (laughs) You can do it because that is where the magic happens outside the comfort zone. Thank you so much for listening and being here today. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Peace and love and health to you and yours. Till next time.